Welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host and your travel guide to the other side, Kayla Ambrose. Welcome back to another episode where I discuss metaphysical, paranormal, and supernatural topics and events. If you haven't already, click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And to find out even more about who I am, what I do, consultations, online classes, my books, my work, Go to exploreyourspirit.com, sign up for my free newsletter, and you won't miss a thing. Okay, so on today's episode, I want to talk about the winter solstice, and specifically with its ties to the return and the rise of the divine feminine. And this winter solstice is a particularly important one, energetically. It's happening on 12-21-21. And so we've got a lot of interesting number combinations going on there. And if you've listened to my podcast about numerology, you'll see uh, more about what these numbers mean. The two is a very feminine number, and it is that balance between masculine and feminine. And one is a very individual number. It has to do with independence, with personal growth, with strength, with standing on your own. So all of these ones and twos together are identifying this evolution that's happening. The return and the rise of the divine feminine in the world and within each of us. So that means we're going to connect more with our intuitive side, with our inner wisdom, with our strength that comes not through might, but rather through what's right. Being in tune and empathetic conscious and thinking about what is the best thing to do not just do this because I can but should I do this is this the right course of action it's a higher awakening it's questioning what am I doing what is the reason what's the deeper reason Uh, as my wisdom teacher used to teach me what is the motive behind the motive why are you doing what you're doing and now is that time to question our motives uh, and what we're doing and is it right for us for the world for everyone involved so we are in uncharted territory in this new age of Aquarius in this time of coming full circle but peeling back the onion and going a layer deeper and our conscious and sometimes unconscious and unwilling evolution which is the whole reason of what we're doing down here So I want to start today's episode sharing a dream that I've had, a recurring dream, for most of my lifetime. And those of you who know my books know I wrote a book called The Awakened Dreamer, talking about dreams, ones you have that are prophetic dreams, those that you have are what I call teaching dreams, going to night school on the other side, uh, and dreams that you have like daydreams as well, explaining each and Uh, what they're here to show us, to guide us, and to teach us. I started having this dream when I was very young. My earliest memory of it is at the age of six, and it would repeat every so often. And I would always hear the number 21 with it and knew that something important was going to come with the number 21. And later, as I got older, I realized it had to do with this year, with 2021, and what was going to come at the winter solstice. Now, back in 2012, I was asked about this dream, 
and what I thought was going to happen in 2012. And in a talk that I gave about it, I explained that 2012 was not the end of the world, but rather the end of the world as we know it, that that would be a marker that we will look back in history and see that that's when we entered into one of the darkest parts of the galaxy and our little trip around the universe here. And that would set apart a 10-year cycle where we would go into what I describe as the Dark Ages, just like it was back in Europe, if you know history in the Dark Ages before. Things would happen. People would forget who they are. Everything would change. Like those Dark Ages, we saw a pandemic. We saw great upheaval in politics and who would be the leaders. And there were economic upheavals as well that we still may be yet to see even further. So I'd like to read this dream that I uh, had. And I say read because I wrote it into a short story many years later. So here goes. I called it The Rise and Return of the Divine Feminine, The Three Becoming One. Alone on the mountaintop, the old woman carefully lowers her body down onto her prayer blanket, making herself comfortable. It is still dark outside, and while the moonlight serves to guide her along her way on the narrow path, she didn't really find it necessary. She instinctively knew where she was going and what it would look like when she reached the summit. Preparing herself, she pulled her shawl closer around her and waited. There in the distance came the first glimmer of light, the first breaking of dawn. This was a day she had waited centuries for, as she had spent each lifetime studying ancient secrets and following clues. Each painstaking step and lifetime through good and bad, she was born again into a new culture and had served as a priestess, a druid, a warrior, a witch, and a healer. All of these lifetimes of experience, and now it was coming down to this moment, and still she was unsure what exactly would occur. She only knew that this was the time, and this was the place, and it was unfolding exactly it was meant to be. As the light of the sun began to rise over the ridge of the mountain, a solar flare from the sun sparked, illuminating an emerald green ray, which arced over the mountaintop. The ray had traveled from the heart of the Milky Way galaxy, a gift from the Galactic Mother, ushering in a new time on this day of December 21st, 2012 at the winter solstice. Moving over the mountain, the green ray burst into sparks of light washing over the old woman. The tiny rays entered through her skin, filling her heart with a warm glow. The sun was rising steadily now and lower down on the mountain. The old woman could hear the villagers and monks who were celebrating and greeting the rebirth of the sun, their voices reverberating in a chant accompanied by the sound of a gong. The arc of sunlight moved closer to the woman, highlighting the deep green trees and the grass in the valley below. Following the direction of the stream of light, the woman observed on the ground below what appeared to be a figure emerging from the trees. To her surprise, it was a young girl 
with long red hair, and she was moving in the direction of the old woman. The girl ran following the ray of the sun. She appeared to be under no stress, and her focus was intent on the direction that she was heading. As she grew closer to the woman, she caught the old woman's eyes, startling her with their intensity. Locking eyes now with the woman, the young girl did not drop her gaze and held her eyes steadfast as she moved closer towards her. The old woman studied the girl with great interest and held her gaze in return. The girl was oddly familiar, and she felt no concern as the girl continued to run towards her, following the path of light created by the sun. Keeping her eyes locked on the young girl, the old woman stood up slowly and opened her arms outward to welcome the girl to approach her. While there was no need, as the child was heading directly for her, it was an act of reverence and acceptance. The girl was getting close now, and her body began to shimmer, transforming. It was nothing like the old woman had seen before. The girl appeared in one moment to be a third-dimensional flesh-and-blood child, and in the next moment, her body would alter into a form of light, and then she would shimmer back into a girl. Fascinated, the woman held her ground and waited to see what would happen next. The girl was within speaking distance now, but no sound came from either of them. She continued to approach the woman, never breaking her run, and her body began to transform again as she approached the woman. The sunlight was fully on her body, highlighting her red hair and giving the appearance that her entire head was crowned in a brilliant light. Each time she shimmered, her physical form altered. The girl was growing taller, and she now looked to be about around 18. Shimmering again, she now appeared to be in her early 20s, her body continuing to lengthen and grow. Now within 15 feet of the old woman, the girl transformed again into a woman in her 40s. The light of the sun covered them both, and the old woman squinted through the light to see the young woman. To her surprise, the red-headed woman had picked up speed and was heading directly for her, with no intent, it appeared, of stopping. As the sun fully illuminated and shone on the old woman, she t lifted her head skyward, and the message she had waited lifetimes to receive entered into her consciousness. Opening her eyes, she looked back at the girl. Digging her heels into the ground to steady her body, she opened her arms just as the woman ran directly into her, making full contact. Upon the collision and impact, the two bodies melted together, lifting the two women into the air as the rays of the sun encapsulated around them. The two women surrendered to the energy as the rays of light drew closer around them, forming a sacred pattern, which began to fluctuate in color and speed. Down in the valley below, several of the villagers, along with the monks, stopped to watch this display in the mountain above them, which they would later describe as seeing a merkaba of light floating over the valley. Its brilliance was not only dazzling to see, but the sound of musical chords could be heard as the light display began to float down the mountain towards them. The Merkaba of light held the women, who could no longer be distinctly seen in the energy field. 
As the capsule floated closer to the valley, the light pattern began to slow pace, lowering itself to just a few inches above the ground. The villagers watched from a careful distance as the light and sound patterns dissipated and a naked woman dropped from the light onto the grass. The woman rested quietly on the grass, her breathing moving rapidly as the last bits of light moved away from her body. Her pale skin contrasted in the light with her red hair, and as she stood up to face the villagers and the monks, they could see a green light emanating from her, glowing brightest around her heart. Not saying a word, she held her arms in the air, embracing the light as the green rays of light were now entering the area where the monks and villagers now stood. Without further time to consider where this woman had come from, the rays of light hit each person in the village, lifting their bodies slightly above the ground as the rays entered into them. The woman observed the light, now emitting from each of their souls. The spark was ignited in each soul with the wisdom of the ancient ones. The dawn of the new age and the next evolution of humanity had begun. Humanity would now begin to evolve and eventually into creating a balance of the divine masculine and the divine feminine within each person, and they would discover the balance of the heart along with the mind and the soul. Grounding to the earth, she watched these rays depart along with the sun as they shifted to the west to spread this energy with others around the earth. Becoming aware of her body, she realized that she had no idea where she was on earth. And what it appeared to be only a few short moments ago, she had been with family and friends preparing to celebrate Winter Solstice 2012. She had been in a deep meditation where she had seen a vision of herself as a young girl in the sunlight, running with full abandon and joy. And then she saw the old woman and recognized that it was herself in the future. The vision had shifted and she was back viewing herself as a young girl and saw through her own eyes as a young girl and then the woman, then locked eyes with the old woman as they moved toward her. She had felt the body of the young girl and then the woman as it collided and melded into the old woman's and felt herself being pulled into the light with them. And then there was a period of floating in a sea of energy and love and that place that she had gone to years before when beings from the other side had released her from her body and took her into that plane of existence. It had been so lovely, basking in an energy field of bliss. With a rustle of wind and light, the three women became one, and the next thing she knew, she was naked, laying on the grass in front of a group of people, some that she could identify in their robes as monks. The last thing she remembered before being lowered to the ground by the light, were these words. We have shifted into the new time. Beginning now, no longer are our bodies caught in the past or the future. It is only now. And so was she. She was now connected and remembered fully all of her past lives and the experiences she had gathered over years, decades, and lifetimes. The ancient wisdom was within her, and her connection as a high priestess with the goddess and all that it represented 
was fully activated now in her cellular memory and energy fields. In this moment, she had been reborn as the name her mother had given her at her birth in this lifetime had prophesied. Time Reborn. This vision first came to me as a recurring dream when I was about the age of six. Being born with psychic abilities, I had dreams I could recall since childhood, and on most nights, I would remember at least three dreams a night, and this is an occurrence that still continues till this day. As a child, what I remembered most vividly about this dream was how it felt to run on the grass with the light shining above me. It was the most fascinating feeling, as there was no exertion as I ran, nor any sense of urgency. It was very similar to my favorite activity at the time, which was dancing, which always gave me the feeling that I was floating slightly above the ground, moving to a rhythm much older and much more powerful. In the dreams, as I moved closer to the old woman, I would experience a feeling of becoming lighter in every aspect. My body and thoughts were relaxed, and I no longer felt fear as the light illuminated my path. Before I woke each time in the dream, I would hear these words spoken aloud by a woman that I could not see. She would say, We are all one, one energy from one light. Let us band together as humans with love of all humanity, living each day in harmony as we explore our spirit. I continued to have this recurring dream until the age of 13. It returned then in my late 20s, after a long period of time where I had pushed my emotions and my psychic ability down deep inside of me. As I went through a period of reawakening and connecting with my spiritual self, these memories floated back up into the surface, along with my psychic abilities. I had tried to ignore these, the auric fields that I had to close my eyes to ignore, the guides and other beings who were always there wanting to speak to me returned, including those I'd been so close to in childhood. In my childhood, I had made sure to make space in my bed for them every night in case they ever wanted to sleep next to me. The dreams returned stronger and nightly, though I'd never really been able to get them to stop completely, no matter how hard I had tried. This particular dream came again, only this time I was the old woman. I saw my life as I taught the ancient wisdom teachings, along with where I lived and worked, and I saw those who came to study with me. I connected with the energy of the old wise woman and with the wisdom and power that resided in her heart and body. One morning after awakening from this dream, my heart chakra opened. During this time, I experienced what is described as the dark night of the soul. I felt the energy from all that I had created with my thoughts, words, my actions, and my deeds in this lifetime. And I felt how my actions had affected each person that I had encountered, both in positive and negative ways. During this painful and overwhelming ordeal, the woman spoke to me gently this time, comforting me with her presence. Softly, she would say, It is time to connect with the loving spirit. The secrets are meant to be shared. Once I completed this life-altering journey, the dream of the light in the young girl and the old woman dissipated again. Then in my 40s, as we approached the winter solstice of 2012, the dream began occurring again, and now I connected with the woman from the light capsule, who was reborn with the gifts of what the young girl 
and the old woman worked to bring to me at that moment in time. When I woke from the dream then, my soul would speak these words, which have become the code that I live by. Spirit does not exist in just one location. Rather, it is all-encompassing, living within and amongst us in each moment, thought, and action. I believe that spirit is raised to its highest level when individuals gather with wisdom, compassion, and a discerning desire to provide service to humanity. As 2012 grew near, my work continued sharing the ancient esoteric wisdom teachings and working in service to humanity as we prepared to enter this new time. In my work, I connected with spirit guides and other beings of light. One of the questions I began asking them at that time was why are psychics having a difficult time now seeing timelines of the future for people that they are reading for? It was explained to me that now as we've entered into this new timeline, the time itself was speeding up. And by doing so, it was rapidly changing everything that we once understood. What used to take years or even decades to occur now takes only days and months. Because time is shifting so rapidly, we now have the greatest potential to create with our thoughts. Time as we know it and understand it has changed, and soon it will not be relevant to the way we live. We are rapidly unraveling the connection to time. And so this has affected our karma. What would take us lifetimes to work through karmically, we now can work through in months, sometimes days. And so what we used to work to manifest with our thoughts that would take years to build can now also be created in a short time. So when a psychic would read something that you were heading towards, they could see the energy cords connecting to building this thing that was going to take a year or two or three or longer to bring to you. And now we've been given a gift of escaping the boundaries of time. And our free will is even stronger with our ability to create and to be co-creators. So with that and the free will so much greater than what we used to call our destiny, which was partly guided by time and karma, we're now in what I call a free will, free for all. And so it's a lot more challenging to see what's coming in the future because everything changes now in seconds rather than weeks or months. So you could be on one trajectory and literally change your thoughts and ideas about something and change the whole trajectory of your life and where you're going in a day. And this is why it's so different now when you get a psychic reading because the possibilities are so much more open and in some ways endless. During these times, I also asked my guides, what are the prophecies predicted for this time? The prophecies I spoke of were about the darkest times for humanity, which many described as the entire world suffering, sick, in pain, and substarving with great weather changes. As it was explained to me again, there was talk of our destiny, but also of free will. 
And as part of our destiny, humanity evolves with each new change of an age. With each great shift, as in any change, there is great fear and resistance to change, which causes the darkest of times as people react in fear. Humanity is destined to enter this new age, moving out of the period of Kali Yuga, as the Hindus describe it, and moving into the age of Aquarius, as other mystics would describe. This shift is our destiny. However, how we choose to react to the changes is our free will. So the world is evolving and altering on a minute-by-minute basis. And with this, many of the veils are lifting, not just between the planes of existence, but also within each person. Ancient secrets are tucked away deep within each of our souls, and these are now being activated again within our consciousness. As I write in my book, Nine Life-Altering Lessons, Secrets of the Mystery Schools Unveiled, the wisdom from the ancient teachings were protected by hiding them, by implanting them into a place no one would think to look. They were implanted deep within our subconscious until we were ready again to enter the temple within and receive the illumination. This ancient wisdom was hidden within each of us, and as we enter into this new age, the codes are being revealed. We are opening to reveal the ancient secrets and the mysteries. One of the first secrets decoded was the knowledge that we are creators as such, and so we can manifest with our thoughts and desires. As people have begun to awaken to this knowledge, a hush and a prayer were shared by the ancient beings as they've been watching and waiting. Their concern being, would those who cracked this first code use this rediscovered ability only to selfishly manifest their personal desires? Or would they think beyond the material world of how they could give unselfishly to others? Would this information be used just to manifest what someone wanted personally? Or would they think about how they could help the world? Like all children with a new toy, some time was expected to see where each soul would play with this new gift, testing it out to see how it works. There have been some tense moments, for it was decreed long ago that when the first code was revealed and humanity understood that what you think you can change and or create, that this would coincide with the shift of the ages and of time imploding upon itself, which would supercharge the energy of what each person was manifesting. Because of this explosive and empowering gift, it became virtually impossible for psychics to see a timeline that went too far into the future. In the past, when the person was thinking of drawing towards an idea, it would take years to create, and the psychic could view this outcome in the energetic fields around the body. Now with time and energy shifting constantly, The future outcome of what a person desires can literally change in days. As my guides explained, the power of free will, now enhanced with the first key to the code and the supercharged movement of time, has created a literal, as I say, free will, free for all. Returning back to my original question to my guides as as to the dark times that have been prophesied, it was explained to me that things are shifting because of this free will. 
no one could be entirely sure if there were enough souls here on earth that would awaken to receive the first code and then move quickly beyond selfish means to help humanity through this evolution. To the immense joy of the other side, a great number of souls were willing to sacrifice and move beyond personal desires and dedicated themselves to help others, to help the world, and in the process, save themselves and assist everyone with them. This has been an ongoing process, holding and building over centuries, with some of the brighter moments recently being the peace movement in the 60s, the harmonic convergence in the 80s, and what is to come in the future. The higher love energy of many souls here on earth is holding the conscious grid together, is keeping the global consciousness in place as we face these great challenges, as many others step into fear and into the dark and shaking out and bringing into the light their deepest, darkest shadows and fears. The higher love being held by some of these souls here on earth has served to remove some of the fear involved. But there was so much, and it has been buried so deep for so many lifetimes, that it is more than any group of people can completely transmute. It has to shake out and come out from every person, and great truths have to be brought out into the light. And by doing so, we first have to go into the darkness, into the shadows, to reveal them, to bring them out from the cave and allow them to be exposed and then transform into the light. Because of these sacrifices which are still going on, even what Nostradamus foresaw has been altered due to this true shift in consciousness. The greatest gift one can offer to the world at this time is to focus on thoughts of peace and love. Humanity is awakening to the fact that we are all one and looking at the earth and ways to care for it, learning to be a steward of the earth and understanding that the ways of living in greed and disconnection with each other and the earth are life debilitating and shattering. So much is happening right now. Old karmic patterns and karma itself is being released as we leave this age of Kali Yuga and move into this new age. The destruction of old patterns, along with time speeding up, has opened a new thought wave, which is altering our perception of reality every day, and it will continue to do so. The time continuum is being altered. Truly, we are living in a new age, where what we think, we attract in a very rapid fashion, both positive and negative, and this is being activated on a grand scale around us. I'd like to ask you at this point, as a soul who chose to return to the earth plane during this very important time in the evolution of humanity, do you remember who you are? I mean this. As an ancient esoteric wisdom teacher, I am asking you, do you remember that you are a magnificent creation of the universe, which has spent eons building and working to come to this point in time to create this new golden age? You have a divine right and a divine inheritance, and you are standing waist deep in an ocean of transformational energy. Crystal clear waters are swirling around you, 
and with a few words and a wave of your wand, these waters will stand at attention, following your every move and heeding your call. You have been conditioned over the years as an adult to forget and to ignore the most important lessons in life presented in fantasies, fairy tales, and mythology. For many, the veil has been closed, weighed down in adulthood with tales of economic woes and fears and perceived dangers lurking around every corner. What happened to the days of childhood when you laughed in the face of danger, brandishing a sword to protect and guide you? Dear ones, those of you who are listening and who connect with what I'm saying about the rise of the Divine Feminine, I tell you now that we had been put under a spell, what is called a spell of entrapment. And the time has come to break the spell. To break the spell that you have been placed under, hold your arms up in the air and repeat this aloud three times. I am a divine being of light and I welcome and receive all of the universal gifts to which are my divine right and are for my highest and best. I am a divine being of light and I welcome and receive all of the universal gifts to which are my divine right and are for my highest and best. I am a divine being of light and I welcome and receive all of the universal gifts to which are my divine right and are for my highest and best. Do you feel the rush of energy coming to you now? The time is near, and it's your time to awaken into this new age. Generous souls have been working on the earth and in the other planes to rouse you from your slumber, so that you can awaken now and receive your inheritance. Have no fear, as you do not walk alone. Many stand ready to be of service, to guide you on your journey. Wise men and wise women are rallying the call, sharing the teachings of the ancient ways, easing these thoughts back into the sea of consciousness in order to rise forth once again. Awaken now your magnificent soul. Awaken to your divine state of being, the state with an open mind and a loving heart. Do you remember that happiness is a state of mind? You knew this as a child. You chose to be happy, and therefore you were, regardless of other circumstances. Living in the state of grace with the eyes of a child, where each moment is bursting with opportunity, with time to play and explore, this is who you are. In this stream of consciousness, you are open to the good surrounding you, and you are able to take advantage of each opportunity that's flowing in your direction. Enhance and strengthen your positive thoughts, directing the flow in the direction of your dreams. But never forget, you have already inherited and live in the perpetual state and ocean of love and abundance. And there we are, and here we stand, with your splendid, magnanimous souls on display, radiating light and power. Stand tall, for this is your time. Set sail on the energy ocean surrounding you, and it's time to discover new lands. Do you remember? Can you crack the code? Are you ready to awaken 
and connect with the secrets hidden in your soul? Do you still believe in fairy tales? I do, and this one is ready and waiting. Your new adventure awaits you. For the next key to the code, follow this clue. To thy own self be true. I've now moved into my wise woman years. You can find more about wise woman teachings in my online course at exploreyourspirit.com. And you can find more about the wisdom teachings that I teach on there as well with my nine life altering lessons book and the course about this too. I'm putting out this call to all souls who are ready to awaken to explore. It's time to explore your spirit. The mountains have been calling to me again. And I know that they soon will have more to tell me. I listen to my dreams and I follow my guides. I encourage you to try the same. For now more than ever, our intuition has the ability to open and go further than we ever dreamed. We are just at the beginning of a magnificent evolution. Much of it starts this year at December 21st, 2021 at the winter solstice. I'm going to close this show for now, but I'll be back soon talking about more about the winter solstice and tips on what you can do to connect with the energy and the light that will be returning to us all during that period of the sun's rebirth at winter solstice. Until then, may you be surrounded in light and love.